Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother, and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. Hi, welcome to the show. Today is our second episode of this Easter project. I have gathered 37 Christian entrepreneurs to share that one pivotal moment when they cling to God and listen to what he had to say for their business, they carry it out, and what kind of transformation they have experienced. You will hear the behind the scenes story how she started co-creating with the Lord about kingdom-driven entrepreneurs community from zero to today, over half millions of people have read her devotionals and joined her programs. Now, before we go further, I would like you to know we have created a booklet and gather all 37 entrepreneurs their key lessons in one downloadable PDF file. So if you'd like to have this file, just go to caddybottle.com forward slash Easter 2021. Again, that's caddybottle.com forward slash Easter 2021. Now let's check with Shay. Welcome to the show, Shay. Hello, Kelly. Always good to be hanging out with you. I know. It's very difficult to just not prolong. <laughs> you know how we roll, Kelly. Our session, yeah. Yes. But uh, we know, Shay, that you inspire, teach, and mentor Christian entrepreneurs to be led by God in their business so that they can experience his best and have a I have a greater kingdom impact for the marketplace. Absolutely. That sounds awesome. And I'm, I'm part of the KDE family. Uh, but for the, those people, they don't know you. Uh, can you kind of share with us a little bit about how did you get to here to do such a fantastic work? Yeah, it was a total and beautiful God interruption of my life. Uh, several years ago, I was in the middle of doing uh, real estate investing and I was consulting some people in real estate as well at the time. And it just ended up being like one of my friends in the real estate business said, hey, I met this woman. I really felt like we sh I should connect you. And, and then I spoke to that woman and that woman said, I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you to this person. And so after a couple kind of divine connections, I meet a woman named Antonina Gear. Uh, who ends up being the co-founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. But Kelly, the crazy story, it's such a God story because here I am in the middle of doing my other business. No, like this kind of work was not even on my radar screen at all. But when I met Antonina, we connected in a way that I knew it was God. And I didn't know why we met specifically, but I just knew that there was something to our meeting. And so about a month and a half after we met, I said to her, we actually met today, nine years ago. Wow. And, <laughs> and I'd said to her, you know, I've been feeling like God brought us together for something really specific. She goes, I've been sensing that too. And I said, well, let's pray about it and come back in a week and see what happens. So we did that, came back, talked about some stuff. It's like, no, it's none of those things. Let's pray and come back again. And I just, I just knew it was something. And on the third round of that, she says, Shay, I had these words God gave me. They're in my journal. 
And I don't know what he wanted me to do with it. I don't know anything about it really, but the words are kingdom driven entrepreneur. And Kelly, when she said that, what flew out of my mouth, which was the Holy Spirit, because I had no idea what I was talking about. I said, that's a community. It's a movement. And it starts with a book. And so here, me and an essential stranger that just met a month and a half started praying and asking God, like, what is this thing you brought us together for? Like, what is a kingdom driven entrepreneur? Are we kingdom driven entrepreneurs? Like, what is this thing? And so the next six months was just these two strangers who quickly became sisters um, and Jesus having lots of conversations about what this community and movement that started with a book is. And so we started writing, which was just so crazy. The whole thing was crazy. And at the end of 2012, uh, we launched Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those crazy stories. Our operating agreement is, was a total joke. You know, it's like, so we had no idea what we were walking ourselves into. So it was like, well, if you die, this will happen. If I die, this will happen. Um, we don't know exactly what we're doing, but it's a community. It's a movement. And it starts with a book and the Lord will, you know, continue to explain more and we will update this document as necessary. <laughs> so crazy and so out of character for me to, to do things like that. But when God's, when you have an invitation from God, that is just completely undeniable, you know, there was just something inside of me that said, even though this doesn't make a lot of sense to me, even though this is completely contrary to the way I do things, I just sense that that God's in this thing. And I don't know what's on the other side of this thing, but I just want to follow the path and see where it goes, you know? And that's what it's, I mean, it's been like that for years, but, but that's how, that's how we started. That's how I'm doing the work that I do today. Well, but for those of, those of people that actually don't know today, uh, the whole yes. uh, KD family, maybe you can yes. kind of share a little bit. You have a picture of today. You have a picture. Otherwise, yeah, they don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, that's they just really see like a two crazy woman just laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So fast forward um, several years. So that was 2012. Now we're in 2021. Uh, since then, gosh, we've reached over a half million entrepreneurs all over the world uh, through courses, devotionals, you know, mentoring, all kinds of goodness. Um, we have a great team, mentors. Uh, my husband just recently became the CEO last November. So now I'm more advisor, but still chief fire igniter. I still get to teach and a mentor. And I love that. And so God has just really increased um, our impact, our influence in the space of, you know, doing business in partnership with God. And it's just been the most wild and crazy and amazing adventure. And we're not done yet. I mean, it's, you know, we're going to be nine years old this year, but there's still so much, you know, that God has shown us that we know is to come because I believe that this whole idea of people, um, Christians who are in business, being able to do this with God is becoming increasingly more important. It's always been important, but it's not just like a pleasantry of, hey, here's an invitation before you do business with God. No, this is like a, hey, if you're serious about you know, you say that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and you really want to have an impact. If you want, you know, you want to embrace what it means to, for your assignment as a person who's a Christ follower, then you pretty much you need to do business this way. And circumstances and situations around you will begin to dictate that you also need to do it that way as we go along. So I believe it's increasingly important. So having community around you who gets that, being able to shift our minds and our hearts from the typical way that the world teaches us about business is, is uh, extraordinarily important. But it's also fun and it's amazing to do things with God. The fact that he even cares to do this with us, that we have that invitation is, is the best ever, it really is.
Yeah, that's why I don't know where those people have been. I mean, they say that you know, be a Christian is very boring. Thinking <laughs> back, listen, they are in the different right. I think they are different right than ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that when Christianity was religious yeah. for me, it was a it was boring. But when I embraced the beauty of like relationship, and then when I explored more of what it was like to do life with. God, not just, Hey, I'm doing all these things for the glory of God and checking things off the box or whatever, but no, I'm doing life with God. It shifted everything. It shifts everything. And then you never want to do anything any other kind of way, you know? Yeah, exactly. So since you say, you know, having nine years, yes. Um, I mean, I don't think it's all rainbow nine years, is it? <laughs> Like rainbow all the way, you know, like you did not, you did not face any doubt, challenges. I had all of the things, all (laughs) obstacles, doubts, challenges, huge stretches in faith, disappointments, leadership challenges. I've done, I've I've done all the things. Yeah. (laughs) When those moments happened, I know, of course, different things, different way to do it, but generally speaking, how did you deal with it? Yeah. Um, every single time it is lean into, first of all, I'd have to check if I'm believing any lies. So first it's checking my mindset and you know, what lens am I using here? So it's really doing a self check on my own thought process and how I'm seeing things. So I'm often asking God to help me see things the way he sees them, like align my thoughts and my eyes and, you know, my perspective with yours. And so that's always, that's always the first thing because <laughs> I want to start there. And if I'm having a hard time getting there, then I've got to spend time. I've got to ask God to reveal to me, like, what, what is it that I, what is it that I'm not believing that I need to be believing? Like I have, and oftentimes he'll bring me to the word on something or he'll, he'll lead me to have a conversation with somebody or, you know, whatever that looks like. Sometimes it's counsel from a, from a trusted friend. Sometimes it's something he shows me in the word. Sometimes it's something he shares with me while I'm walking. Right. But I'm always going to God first because I want to see the situation. I want to see the perspective from his point of view. And I also want to know what's heaven's solution to the situation that I'm facing. Right. And so that's, that's my go-to Every time, you know, it's just the way that plays out for me might look different. There's been times when the breakthrough happened when I had a, in a a conversation with somebody, there's been times that the breakthrough happened when I was taking a shower. There was a time that the breakthrough happened, you know, in the midst of prayer or as in, in the word and something just pops off those pages. That's like, that's it. Right. It's even been in a book. I've even had solutions come and I was, I'm reading a book that's, it's not even, the book's not even about the topic that Mm -hmm. I'm dealing with, but God speaks to me through the pages of that book, you know, that's not the Bible. So I mean, I've had it happen all kinds of ways, but the bottom line is, is seeking him for his, uh, his perspective. I want his eyes. I want his ears. I want his perspective, his mind concerning whatever it is that I'm facing. And when I have that, it makes it way easier to walk it out with joy, even when it's hard. And I have, I've had three years of seasons that of, I, my, my, of the last nine years, I had two and a half years that were very, very challenging in the midst of those almost nine years now. But in the midst of it, I always had joy. I always had peace. Even if people would look at the situation around me and think, how does she have joy? How does she have peace? Like, how was she doing that? It was truly because I could lean into just the goodness of God, the faithfulness of God, just knowing that he's got it, you know, as I'm working through it step by step, you know? Do you have like 
one of the, I'm sure there, there's many moments. Do you have like a specific moment that you can share it right now? Say that was a moment that uh, I have to really lean to God and listen to what he say and then shift the things around or situation around uh, while maybe naysayers around you or, or other to all different kind of voices around you. Yeah. So there's kind of two things that come to mind. Um, one of them is financially. So there have been, t- there have been times within the finances where things are super tight and now I've got a whole team. Like I got all kinds of bills to pay, right? It's not, it's not just me who I can just say, I won't take a check or whatever. It's like, I got all kinds of bills to pay, right? There have been times where I didn't have what I needed, but then God called for me to give. It is like, well, <laughs> you're calling for me to sow, but I'm like, I don't have enough, but I do know enough about the way God works to know that my obedience, my obedience is going to be necessary in the matter. And I also understand the principle of reaping, sowing and reaping. So even though business, pure business wise, didn't make sense, no sense, pure business wise, I went ahead and did it. And I watched how God multiplied what I sowed and made sure every single detail was taken care of. And that is not a one-time testimony. That is a multiple times testimony that I have experienced that um, where it's just really like leaning into the truth, the kingdom principle, as opposed to the worldly business principle and watching God be faithful and move in the midst of that, right? Because I'm operating based off of his way of being and his way of doing things. So I've got those things, but then I also want to share this one. If, if, if I can, can I share one more? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. I mean, yeah, you, I you, to... you can take another three hours. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that to a storyteller. So <laughs> the other thing that comes to mind, which it's not so much that we were in a position at that time that was very challenging, but we had been spending like six years of just kind of growing incrementally, you know, just being faithful, showing up and all of those things. And I remember when I was, um, it was in the middle of writing Grace Over Grind, okay? Now that was my 10th book, but it was actually my breakout book, like, but it was my 10th book, right? And I remember I was in the midst of writing that book and and the Lord said to me, you're not going to write this book right now. I was actually, I was pregnant uh, with my youngest daughter and he's like, you're not going to write this book right now. He said, put it on hold. And he said, you're going to wait until after you've had the baby. And he said to me, there was something about this pregnancy that was important for the message in the book. I'm thinking, okay, like, I don't know what in the world could that be, but whatever, you know? And so I was faithful to put aside something that I'd been living out for years. Like I could have written the book. Okay. I was in the midst of writing this book. Lord said, not now, not until the baby is born. Cause there's something about this pregnancy. And so I was like, I'll be obedient. I put the book down, didn't work on it. Ends up fast forward. I end up having a completely supernatural childbirth, no pain, no medication. No, it was just absolutely crazy. But God used my childbirth story, which is in the book, but he used that story to not only teach me something, but also to then be able to have me share a story that gave an example of what it looks like to labor, <laughs> work, <laughs> you know, to labor in his rest in with his grace and favor and see how that not only impacts you, but impacts the people around you. And he allowed me to use that story in that book, which is, which we get so much feedback about just that aspect of the story, male or female, right? Man can't even barely relate to the childbirth thing, but yet they really understand what happened. You know, they understand what's happening here. So anyway, so I waited, just like the Lord said, I waited, 
made sure that that I was no longer pregnant, had the baby that I was like, oh, that's what you want me to do. Write the book, release this book. He had also told me that this book, that after you release this book, you will be the poster child for the message in that book. I don't know what that means, but I'm like, okay, you know, I will be obedient. I'll wait. So I waited. And then after I released the book, Kelly, that's when everything in Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur took off. Like we had just been slowly, slowly, diligently just, you know, being faithful. But after that book came out, I mean, even to this day, there have been books written since, and they still do not pace the sales of that book and the and and the and how far that the message of that book has gone. And it increased everything with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. I was I barely spoken on a stage before that book came out. Uh, now I speak quite a bit. Um, our revenue grew by two and a half times. You know, a handful of months after that book came out our the, the money that we were spending in advertising to to attract people to the community and all of those things. We actually for a while didn't have to pay anything because we were getting a number of we were getting 10 times the leads for free, you know, from uh, you version. Um, then, you know, we put this Bible reading plan in the you version and, you know, in the you version app with no expectation other than to fill a gap that, hey, there's not a whole lot of people here talking about entrepreneurship and kingdom mindset. And so, hey, let's put this here. But then God just gave us such crazy favor uh, with, with those plans. I mean, I have like eight plans, but one of them, one of them, they sent an email about to their community, another, you know, which is tons of people. Another one they put in the first spot under the work category. I couldn't put it there. There's no SEO strategy to try to, to try to work. You can't, you can't pay for the spot. There's nothing that you can do. And that one little plan of all the plans I did, that one little plan was like 80%. And now the, those plans have seen over six, been subscribed to over 650,000 times, Kelly. It was God. It was nothing. I can't take credit for anything other than the fact that I was obedient to wait to write that book and then for the timing to work out for the person who connected me for to do the you version thing for me to like, it was just be faithful and obedient. That's it. And that's all I did. And I did write the plans and I did submit them, but he took my, my little bit and he made a whole lot from it that we are still benefiting from to this day in terms of impact, influence and income. Right. And so that's, that's the other story I wanted to share. <laughs> I know we don't have a lot of time, so I'll stop right there. No, it's okay. It's okay. Well, uh, just yesterday or so, I was uh, chatting with uh, uh, Tasha. Yeah. And Tasha talked about, you know, I, I've been using now phrase, ROO is way better than ROI. That's right. right. Your return on obedience. Yes. Exactly. And then now there's another testimony for you guys right Absolutely. here. And, Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, since this is the Easter project and we, we, I was led to do this. Well, I mean, did not get a lot of uh, notification or uh, just about a week ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put down everything that while well, I was preparing some, something launch. And, but yeah, uh, when Passover time is really to, for me personally, it's always very significant time. It's to yeah. really to, uh, you know, Jewish people, they were really like clean up the, the, the house and then get away the, uh, you know, um, whatever unclean or uh, things that yeah. basically they want to prepare their heart and the space to really can go into this new land. Okay. Yes. So the breakthrough. So have that in mind, right? That's one of the key reasons why we're doing what we're doing here. Yeah. And Shay, what is the departing wisdom to say, okay, 
Now we have here a lot of story by this point that people hear a lot of story about about obedience, about yeah. really just listen to God and do what He said. So, but I think that stems from an intimate relationship with the Lord. Yes, right. That's the foundation of that's the foundation for everything. I mean, if we're just operating out of just well, you know, I'm sitting around and waiting for what what God got to say, and you know, when God's got to say something, I'll go do it. It's like it's coming out of a, an improper identity. And when if, with intimacy with God, with spending just time in his presence, time in the word, just time engaging with God in the everyday, you know, uh, it, from doing that, that allows you to then get proper identity. And then when you have proper identity and you also have a revelation of his love for you, it allows you to trust him. It allows you to be obedient out of love, not obedient out of some weird kind of mindset around things, right? It allows you to say, you know what? I'm I'm being obedient here because I know God has my absolute mess, best in mind. It, he loves me and he's inviting me into his best. And so I want to be faithful and I want to be obedient because I, I absolutely understand as a son, as a daughter, as you know, that this is his best, you know, for me as my father. And when you come from that place, that is a healthy place in which to move with God, to hear God and to respond. You know, I've certainly been obedient when I, before I had healthy identity with God, but, <laughs> but that was part, but it was almost like that in those beginning stages, it was like, he was kind of wooing me into relationship. Right. And so I had this reverential fear of the Lord that was uh, healthy, but I didn't have necessarily healthy identity, but in the process of just getting to know him and getting to know me and him, that intimacy foundation made everything possible after that. That made it possible for me to exalt his wisdom that made no sense to me or the world around me above all else and to go and move as he is showing me, right? Or as he is correcting me or as he is revealing to me, right? It allowed me to do that in a healthy way, you know? Uh, allowing, having intimacy with him allows his love to cast out your fear, Right. So then you can be courageous and you can be bold. But all of this comes from intimacy. So that's the foundation of everything. It wasn't just the, the foundation for where it started for me. It's the foundation of where it is now for me. And it's the foundation of what it, how it will forever be with me is intimacy with God. And I know already that people, some of the people now listen, link to this or watching this and say, OK, mm -hmm. so I'm not too late. No, you're still here. If you can listen to this or watch this, it's not too late. And you're, obviously, you're still here. Obviously, <laughs> it's, it's no accident that you are listening to this or you are watching this, that God is speaking to you that it is not too late. It is not too late. Well, it, it start right Jay, now. I, I cannot thank you enough to come on the show. And uh, I just, can you guys just tell? We just cannot stop, but you know. <laughs> By the nature of the time, it, we have to stop because since we are now in heaven just yet. So, um, but thank you so much for uh, coming on the show here. And we showed you a link, all the goodies from KDE in the show note. Thank you so much, sister. Thank you. Love you. How did you enjoy the conversation? I hope that you are encouraged, inspired, and energized to carry out that what God has called you to do in this season. Can I also ask a little favor? Would you please make sure that you subscribe uh, either podcast-wise in iTunes, 
Amazon Music, Spotify, pretty much everywhere you can listen to podcasts too, or, or, and subscribe to our YouTube channel because the video formats of this conversation we also uploaded to our YouTube channel because the whole purpose of this Easter project and this podcast is to put Jesus back to the center of our business. So if you can share this podcast with others, with your fellow kingdom leaders and Christian entrepreneurs, we will really appreciate it. Thank you for watching and I will see you in the next episode. Hi there. If you have found this episode resonating with you, would you please consider to take a moment and drop a review on iTunes. It will serve a fresh dose of blessings to those of us who work so hard to produce the content week in and week out. We really appreciate it. And you will also help more fellow Christian CEOs find this podcast. Thank you so much. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Christian CEO Podcast at www.kellybotter.com. 